0: Now let's talk about some of the things that come into play when you're learning from a recording and you want to get it as exact as possible so you here's the question are you gonna be writing it down are you transcribing it or are you just learning it and memorizing it in your head the reason it's important to know that is because if you're just learning it in your head you don't really need to know what key you're in it would help if you're especially if you're improvising but if you're just copying what you hear you don't really need to know what key you're in just play the right notes second of all you don't really need to know what meter you're in just play the right rhythms and make sure that you're keeping the beat that the song keeps if you're writing these things down you really really kind of need to know the meter and the key as well because otherwise you're going to be writing tons of sharps and flats all over the place. It's it's better if you know what what to put in the key signature. Okay so what I would do is I would just listen to the song from beginning to end several times. You probably have because you love the song enough to want to learn it by ear. So um, tap your foot to the beat and listen to the notes that are happening in between the beat and you'll quickly realize there's either An even number of notes to each beat or an odd number of notes to each beat there's two and four is very common two notes or four notes these are what I call subdivisions it's not just me that calls it that that's what they're called when a beat is subdivided into smaller pieces they're called subdivisions and certain meters subdivide using twos and fours and some meters subdivide using threes or sixes, sometimes nines, twelves. Okay, so that'll be a big, a big hint. Keep the numbers low. Just, just decide if it's groups of three or groups of two that you're hearing. Two or four. So your choices are two, three, or four. And try to, to narrow down the possibilities. If you're hearing groups of three, then you're probably in a jig meter or 6 8 time of some sort or it's using triplets which triplets could be written in 6 8 time I mean you can write them as triplets or you can represent them using 6 8 meter so I'm probably confusing you by saying that just the important thing is to find the subdivision and then choose the way that you want to represent that on the page. Do you want to write a triplet bracket over every group of three notes or do you want to put it in six eight time or do you want to simply write eighth notes and say this is a swing feel. Sometimes swing is confused with triplets and it's not really triplets it's just swing swinging eighth notes. i know that's a lot of information for a lot of you who have not even delved into that yet so just put it aside don't worry about it right now all right if you're writing this down um here's another hint for you is listen to the whole piece and write out your blank bars figure out how many bars there are so you know how far you have to go and then listen for repeated phrases you're gonna notice that a lot of the same material comes back again and again label that say okay the first eight bars i'm gonna call that a and then the next eight bars it's a again but with a little bit of a different ending on the last bar so notate that somehow that watch out for that because that's going to be different there and etc I think you get the point of figuring out the form and outline it on your blank bars the next step this is my process of what I like to do is if it's a really complicated fiddle tune I'm trying to um, transcribe I'll make sure that I get the first pitch of every bar and I write that down and that's gonna be kind of like the crossword puzzle you know if you got one word really right and the word that you want to do that intersect that word doesn't fit with the word that you know is right then you know that you need to change your option for the the other word <laughs> does that make sense okay so it just gives you kind of a cross reference and a double check to have beat one the pitch written down then you work on filling it in and that's where All the old skills that I talked about in video one. Pitch comparison, matching the pitch on your instrument, identifying the intervals can help speed things up, snippet memory, and nailing those rhythms. And you may not know the key or the meter right off the bat, but I think after you've written out the first eight bars, if you look closely at it, figure out where the big beats are, you're gonna figure out A meter to use that'll make sense. Sometimes, in fact most of the time, a written piece could be written different ways using different meters and sound exactly the same. So don't get stuck on thinking, oh I have to find the right time signature for this. You don't, you just have to find one that works and that represents it accurately okay as you get more experience you'll start figuring out which one is the best choice but you don't have to worry about having only one choice there's always more than one option okay and then as far as what key you're in well if you notice the same two sharps happening every time you're probably in the key of D major or B minor If you notice the same flats happening every time then figure out the key from there and once again if you don't know your keys or your time signatures very well there's the the great book um music theory for dummies is a really good reference because of the way it's laid out you don't have to read it from cover to cover you can just refer to it and find also the basics of violin playing by Fabrizio Ferrari um, it's an ebook available on the site and it has a great section on the fundamentals of music theory and there's also music theory websites online as well that can help you educate yourself on these basic um, facts okay so That's my process, that's generally what I do and sometimes it's easy and sometimes it's really hard. When it's really hard, I like to use a slowing down software. There are a couple free ones you can download. One is by the Associated Board of the Royal Schools of Music, ABRSM, that's their website. Their software is called speed shifter and it's free and it's simple and I really like it there's a deluxe program that you can pay for called the amazing slowdowner that has a lot more features like looping and and transposition and stuff like that that people also love and that they're willing to pay for so keep those in mind oh also Windows Media Player has a built-in slowing down feature most people don't realize that but you can slow down uh, file in Windows Media Player without changing the pitch so that's kind of handy when you're trying to figure stuff out by ear all right most of all it takes practice I know that in the last year my speed has probably quadrupled in figuring things out by ear it's really something that you catch on to quickly if you have a system and if you're practicing it regularly All right, I hope you found this helpful. Feel free to post your comments and questions below and I will answer them personally. Thanks for watching and I'll see you next time.